Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Let's Talk Community with TLC Caregivers. Brought to you by TLC Caregivers. Welcome to today's show, Let's Talk Community with TLC Caregivers. I'm Kenny Holt. And I'm Lou Donaldson. We're glad that you've joined us today. Uh, TLC Caregivers cares for people. We provide dependable caregivers for any age, birth to geriatric, children, adults with or without disabilities, elderly, we relieve family caregivers, we provide services to all generations as needed. Well, Kenny, that's all very true, and that um, pretty much covers what we do. We take care of people of all abilities, all ages, and uh, all walks of life. Uh, TLC Caregivers is also the area's oldest non-medical in-home provider of services, having been established in 1989. That still astounds me that this company has been in business providing needed care in our community as long as we have. And in Scambia, Santa Rosa, Okaloosa counties are our areas that we serve. That's true. And you and I have both worked in this community in different um, aspects of it for a very long time. You've not been with us very long. But in the same community, let's see, we figured about 15 years, didn't we? Yes, I have worked for TLC Caregivers uh, as the community resource educator since January of this year. But I love telling people that I've worked with TLC Caregivers through my other uh, agency employment. And I just think TLC Caregivers is a great, great company. Well, I think the number of people that we can affect positively, I think that's probably one of my favorite things, um, whether it is short-term long-term, you have the opportunity to affect people's lives. Or even one time. We find people may need us just once, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. I I don't think people realize that. The other thing that I find surprising, um, people think that if they're traveling into the area out on the beach or in one of the resorts that if they need help with a child or an elderly person or a disabled adult, they don't have any options locally, but we can help them. Well, we can. And I think that's probably our biggest problem industry-wide. People consider us nothing more than a, I hate this term, sitter service. Because most of our caregivers aren't sitting, first of all. And we don't want them to be sitting. No, we don't. And the other thing is we're we're pretty much a solutions company. You and I have talked different phases of our lives where had we known that these kinds of services were available, Um, it could have made a very positive impact. Absolutely. Um, And we say we don't want our caregivers sitting, but there are times that we would want them to do that, and that's when they're actually doing interaction with the person that they're caring for, uh, doing activities or writing letters for them or playing games or whatever that person likes to do. There's a lot of things going on in the community, and um, I think probably one of the most avoidable issues that we have with aging is isolation. Absolutely. And caregivers can be exceptional in that opportunity. We pass them all the time. Uh, Sometimes they might not even come on my radar, but they could be in Walmart with a client or at a social engagement. There's a lot of things going on downtown Pensacola. Um, And that older person with the younger person could, you know, in theory, be a caregiver with their client out in the community. Yes. And transportation to those type of activities in the community can be problematic as well. And our caregivers can even transport. I think locally transportation is a big issue that needs to be addressed. Yes, they can transport. Um, 
you know, we have people who want to get out and obviously they need to get out. Uh, but there seems to be a big gap in transportation across the board. Yes. Um, I'm just at a loss as to where do we go to educate people on services that TLC, of course, being here on the radio, that's one of our options and objectives that we have is to educate the community, not only with TLC caregivers, but programs that are available in our community. And as we've started this radio show, we normally have guests that come on and we talk to them about their programs with their agency. And today we don't have that. We just wanted to talk about TLC caregivers. And we wanted to invite Keith Hoffer with Business Radio uh, to jump in with questions because he could be that representative of the community and talking with us. I will be that representative <laughs> of the community. There is no question about that. The guy who knows nothing it, about. Exactly. And that, and it's true. And it's it's funny because when we met um, or before, right before we met, I actually, my father and I did the whole transition of grandparents into assisted living, closing out the estate, moving all the... My father and I did a bunch of the physical stuff, and then my dad and his sister did all of the physical as well as sort of the mental anguish that comes with things like that that most people don't know about. So it's funny because I went through all of that and then really got my head wrapped around what it takes to do that and then met you all and and really started being able to uh, resonate on a need for what you all provide. And then I came to that whole dumbfounded state of, I have no idea what all you really do, but I know that there's people out there that need it, that don't even know they need it. Because as we started talking about some of those things, I was thinking, boy, I sure could have used that when dad and I were trying to get stuff up for the grandparents or moving, or, you know, I've got a friend who just came home from the hospital and has no family and needs somebody to help look after him and that. So being John Q public and not understanding the scope of your services. Pretend I know nothing and tell me everything. <laughs> well, I think one of the coolest things, um, and you touched on it, first of all, we call that crisis or chaos. When someone comes to us or someone's floating around out there and doesn't know to come to us and they're in chaos or crisis, family members ill or declining, aging, things have to be addressed and you have nowhere to start. Now, Kenny and I have this conversation quite frequently. Educating people is a great idea. But if we opened up our mind, it would be so much easier to discuss what we couldn't help with. As long as you need assistance that's non-medical, it's moral, it's legal, and it's ethical, we're good to go. Yeah. So as a younger mother, I could have used TLC services when the kids were small. Uh, I don't know. Got to take one to the doctor, you know, someone to watch the other children, mm -hmm. clean the house, do some grocery shopping, that kind of thing. Um, as I get older, I'm sure that, oh, what if I needed transportation? Yeah. Um, I just need to go to one of the uh, medical procedures that require someone to be with me the whole time and then to drive me home and make sure that I'm safe once I get there. And you talk about transportation. You were mentioning your children. We can also pick up at school right, or from a ball game or from their grandparents or whatever and transport them to wherever they need to go. Yeah. And if we needed to stay at home with them, we can assist with homework. We can start the evening meal, whatever their needs are. 
and that's applicable to whatever age. It yeah. is. It it truly is. So there's there's absolutely no limit without um it has to be non medical, it has to be moral, legal and ethical that we couldn't assist with. So find an issue and then um tell tell us what the issue is, call us and we can sort it out. We also have a referral base. One of the things that really frustrates me by the time you catch a human being at a business anymore and you've pressed one for English and <laughs> six for sales and you go through all these different things, you finally speak to someone and they say, well, I'm, that's not what we do. And part of our mission is not just providing services. It's providing information to people, making the connection for the right thing, uh, for the right service that they need if we can't help them. And I love that about TLC caregivers. If we're not able to assist, the conversation does not end there. We yeah. find those community resources that can assist. We can't guarantee that they're going to be able to, especially when you start talking about the funded sources, but we can tell people how to access them. Yeah. And we do that. And I love the fact that, like I said, we don't end the conversation there. Yeah. And even if we are able to help them, we can still provide other information for agencies that can assist. So I I do have to say one of the things that I thought was just absolute genius was you got somebody that, that my mom who has done more outpatient stuff in the last probably, I don't know, 10 years because she lost a lot of weight. She's had arthritis that started going away. So she's done just outpatient stuff. She's fixed some of the arthritis. She's been able to do some of the other surgeries that fix those problems that, that were created from carrying around that weight for so long. But it was like, Keith, can you take me here? Can you pick me up here? Can you right. t- can you do this? Can you do that? Can you be at the house with me? Can you you know? And I'm thinking, I love you, mom. We're not to that stage yet where I'm moving in and taking care of you, you know. And I've got six other things to do and the kids and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But having somebody, one, either drive her home because obviously when you leave outpatient surgery, they won't even let you out of the waiting room until That's they right. know you've got a driver. But two. Somebody that can get her set up for that evening or that next day, you know, just doing some of the bare minimum to getting home, getting them comfortable, having somebody to be able to do that where I can say, no, I can't, but I've got somebody that can and pick up the phone and call you because I'm, it's usually that person that needs to make that phone call, right? It it's is. not my mom going, Hey, I'm going to call TLC because I know they got what they need, right? It's, it's the son or the daughter or the sister or the uncle that says, you know what? I'm going to be super busy, but I know who to call. That's correct. You know, most of us would love to help our parents 24 hours a day if we won the lottery <laughs> and didn't have to work and the kids raised themselves. We just pay you to do it. <laughs> See? See, there's some. Um, and it is very helpful. And actually, it's um, one of the things I love about it. Uh, you can be their child. Um, my parents are older. They, um, As they get older, I want to be my father's daughter. I want to be my mother's daughter. I want to see them. And that it, it's opposed to um, running the everyday show and picking up here and taking there because I, I obviously do work. It's nice to be able to say this person will step in, take care of them or do this and that. And I can focus on being their kid and making certain that things are the way that we want them to be. Yeah. And TLC has a program called Return Home with TLC. And that's not a new program. That's it's something <laughs> that TLC has done for years. Um, but we're marketing that right now, trying to educate people, make them aware 
if you have the need to return home from a nursing or hospital setting, we can transport you. If you don't need that, we'll meet you at the home. And it's up to you what your needs are, whether it's four hours or it's 24 hours a day. There's a lot of talk over this um, being admitted, uh, being, I'm sorry, discharged from the hospital. There's new Medicaid standard or Medicare standards within the last couple of years. If there's a readmit, it's bad for the hospital. Obviously, it's bad for a patient to be discharged, readmitted. It's exhausting. So our Return Home with TLC program is about ensuring success, assisting people to ensure success in staying home without having a readmit. There's a lot more that goes to being discharged from the hospital than making sure you take your medication. Someone has to get the prescriptions filled. True story. You probably don't feel (laughs) like standing in the pharmacy as soon as you've been discharged from the hospital. You may need your sheets changed um, so you rest well. You might need meal preparation. There's a lot that goes into, that is non-medical, into assisting people to stay out of the hospital. And bathing assistance as well. I always think of that one. That one's always very important. I know I go... I, I don't go a day or so without bathing. If I were ever to get in that situation that I needed someone's help, that would be a vital service that I would want. Well, and the bath is a major safety issue in the home. And it's a health issue, too. It is. It most definitely taking, yes, your hygiene is a huge health issue. But your safety while you're in the bathroom, people slip and fall, that's probably the highest uh, place, the most frequent place that people fall. And we talk about that returning home from a nursing or hospital setting. Some of those will get better and they will no longer need our services. And that's great. That's our goal. Some of those may become a longer term client because they need that for whatever reason. But let's talk about the person that has no health problems. They still drive their own sales, but they no longer want to cook or clean or whatever it is that they no longer want to do. Well, let's call that person Keith. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was just saying he didn't want to do anything. Um, well, absolutely. In our industry, unfortunately, we all throw around those acronyms, those ADLs, those activities of daily living is exactly what we do. But it's so much more than preparing the food or taking away things that people don't want to do. There has to be food in the home. You know, there's, there's, the scope is enormous. It just continues to snowball. You want everyone to remain as independent as possible with the assistance um, that they need without robbing them of their independence. So it, it becomes a very fine line. But there are so many people. Um, the, let's say your driving might be an issue because your car insurance went through the roof. Um, That might be the only, well, you still have a transportation issue if you can't afford your car insurance. Someone can come pick you up, take you, or run those errands for you. Uh, A well-versed caregiver, Kenny, you see them do this, um, maps out. I'm going to go to the pharmacy, drop off the prescriptions. I'm going to go to the grocery store, pick up the food, and then I'll go back to the pharmacy and return back to the home. It can be a huge boon for the the client. Absolutely. And... All of the services that we provide, I think one of the biggest things that our caregivers can do for people, regardless of their age, 
is have meaningful involvement and conversation, socialization, and pure engagement. I think that's something that gets forgotten a lot of times, um, but that's just as important as nutrition is. Very much so. So, and I think there's something else you said though is is retaining that independence. Like, I'm a young guy, and I can't stand the fact when something's hurt or sprained or what that you can't do something on your own. That's a, that's a debilitating thought process to go through. That really hurts your ego. <laughs> and today it hurts your ego. But okay, <clears throat> imagine you spend your whole life paying for a home, and then you have a fall. Uh, break a leg, break a hip, break whatever, um, hospital stay, and all of a sudden people are telling you you can't remain in your own home. Yeah, because it's defensive. not safe. Okay, yeah. I, I paid for it. I worked for that home. That's part of me. It's I could have lived there for a year, but it still is part of me, and I have the right to live in the least restrictive environment. That's a buzzword. It goes through the community, and, and people throw it around a lot. But if you look at the magnitude of being told you can't live there anymore. That's enormous. Your ego is a little bruised. Now my heart's your... broken, right? Right. But now um, I don't have the opportunity to stay in the environment of my choice, and that's it's just not right. So, let But me... TLC caregivers could assist you in remaining in your home. So that's that, it. And that's exactly where I said, because this actually happened with my dad. And so apparently my parents like to to hurt themselves <laughs> or, or have to, you know, have some corrective things. But my father had a, uh, bad fall in, um, England and unfortunately, uh, got stuck over there because the volcano in Iceland blew up, you know, so they got, you know, you couldn't fly for like two weeks. Right? right. And so by the time he long, long story long, I guess, but had to have hip replacement surgery and they had to wire the pelvis back together. It was a really bad fall it, it, and, a, and a really awkward it's just not good. So they would not let him leave Barnes Hospital until they knew that he had a railing in his, uh, it was like a carriage house apartment. So it was over a garage, finished room over a garage. But he didn't have a railing on the stairs because it was 13 steps. Didn't really need a railing. Not a big deal. But they would not let him return to his house until he had a railing on his on his steps. Now, luckily, he had a really good friend who was capable of doing that and went and did it in like a couple of hours. But those things that pop up that you would never know about, those are something that I would say we could call you guys and at least put us in the right direction, right? We could. Most definitely. The um, We have a friendship relationship with many builders in the area who are senior friendly. They're certified yeah. to work with um, this the aging population about things like handrails, Ramps and stuff. and Ramps. Ramps are, there's a huge need for ramps. Yeah. And, uh, but it fosters independence. If you look in the big picture, if building a ramp leading up to the front door opens up someone's world to the community, that's a priceless, yeah. that's a priceless thing to have. And along the lines of our conversation, we're talking about we can assist people remain in their home as independent as possible. But if somebody did, whether they chose to or They've had a family choice, decision, discussion, and they are in assisted living or nursing home. That doesn't mean that we can't assist. No, that's true, Kenny. We, you know that we do a lot of work in independent living, uh, assisted living, in uh, skilled nursing facilities, working one-on-one with um, with clients. 
So you're actually going into these facilities and, and working specifically with people? Yes, the families can hire us to do that, or several of the facilities hire us to supplement their staff. Um, so like Lou said, it's amazing everything that TLC care- caregivers can do as long as it's non-medical and it's legal, ethical, and moral. I have to say, I'm one of those people. I don't have the attachment to my home. Um, when I hit a certain age, I want to go into independent living. I don't want to maintain a home. That doesn't. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of money. Yeah. Let's face it. You know, you can get nickeled and dimed in a house. Um, so anyway, I'd like to be in independent living, but that doesn't say that TLC caregivers or um, in-home care wouldn't be very, very helpful or very appropriate. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. But let's, let's be really honest. You drink your own Kool-Aid because you know it works. That's right? very true. Yes. And you've got people that you use with your staff that help you throughout the week manage your life and, and your kids and other things that you have going on. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a true. huge testament. I drink my own Kool-Aid. You like drink it. your own Kool-Aid. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'll have some more Kool-Aid. You know, but but it's true because we, we it, because the services that you've created, obviously, some of them resonated from a need that you had throughout your life. I know we've shared the story of needing to get the kids to the right place when somebody was in the hospital and things like that. But to know that not only the 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 head honcho of the company uses the services that that's a huge testament right well and it's not and don't get me wrong it's not you know lose using the services cuz i get free whatever <laughs> i mean she's she's legitimately using the services for the things that you need to help your life stay organized our families are well they're they're, they're priceless and tlc is in my home tlc is in my life outside of my employment. I am a firm believer. You're right. I like the freedom of sending TLC, sending a caregiver to a family member who might need a little bit of assistance, knowing she can help with anything. If we need a little bit of housekeeping today and a lot of laundry, great, she can get that done. Or if my family member says, wow, I would love to go out to lunch, they can do that too. Um, I really like the freedom that it offers me. I can be a better family member if I continue to work yeah. and and have TLC support my family in an auxiliary. Yeah. And Keith, you brought up earlier about, and usually it's men, but it's not always men. It's an ego crasher mm-hmm. in some cases where they think, oh, I can't accept this help. I, I've got to do it myself. Mm-hmm. That is really something that a family caregiver deals with on a daily basis. There's a lot of guilt with family caregivers if they're not the one providing it. Right. But I think we have to emphasize family caregivers have got to take care of themselves. If you look at statistics nationwide. They're the ones that go down first. They're the ones that go down first and they don't accept help or they don't seek that Mm -hmm. help. And our services are designed as much to take care of the person needing the care as it is to relieve that caregiver. Yeah. Respite services are absolute, should be in every family that has a family caregiver. Someone should be providing respite. I, okay. I so what, what I'm, here's John Key Public, who I, this is actually, honestly, I have no idea what that word means. So tell me what respite, what, what that means and how it applies. Okay. Respite is a service that we provide, but basically it's a break. If I am the family caregiver. Caring for someone that cannot be left alone. They can't be left alone. They're homebound. Um, someone's going to come in and give me a break. 
and that is my respite worker. She's going to be my caregiver while I'm gone, and I get a break. It's that easy. I mean, I don't know where, I don't know why we still throw that respite term around, and I don't know why it's never caught on more than it has, but respite is nothing but a break for the family caregiver, and those are so few and far between. Yeah. Unless. And it's amazing in the United States. I don't remember the most recent statistics, but it's billions of dollars into the hundreds of billions of dollars that family caregivers provide. Not that they're paid that, but yeah. their care is worth that much. And like you said, Keith, the caregiver will go down first because they're not taking care of themselves. So we definitely encourage people to reach out, accept other people, seek out services such as TLC caregivers and take advantage of that. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm looking at your, your website now. So, so let's talk about this because, again, the biggest thing here is that I don't think, and, and what you guys are saying, they don't realize how much you do. You do a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff covered. There by is. Services that, that sometimes TLC caregivers, the name, doesn't get your head wrapped around, you know? Because you, what what's the first thing people think? My grandparents. Yeah. They but, took care of my grandparents. I hear that frequently. Yeah. You took care of my grandparents, and that is so, and that that's appropriate. We take care of older people, but the fact of the matter is the implications for anyone are amazing. We've discussed this, the fair, mm-hmm. um, or any kind of a Pensacola. There's a million and one events that go on in Pensacola that you may not be drawn to go to, but if the kids want to go, send send the caregiver. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, <laughs> there's a couple of soccer practices I might take you up on. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of ways that you can just imp- just move this into your own life, and uh, and get the break. The personal care when someone needs just a little bit of even standby assistance to take a shower or a bath. Um, personal care is hands on care, mm-hmm. and uh, those services are necessary. What if you're weak? or diminished, there are a lot of falls that can be prevented by having someone in the room with you. Yeah. Um, and let me say this. I'm, I just brought that up, but then I want to clarify. Nobody can stop you from falling. No human being can stop you from falling when you're falling. But the caregiver can be in the room with you, make sure the floor is dry. Can prevent. She can do everything that she can or he to prevent the fall. Yeah. Which is huge. I mean, avoiding broken bones and hospitalization should be all of our goal. Mm-hmm. And we discussed the respite care. That's um, I get a breather. Yeah. That's you know what that reminds me of is raising my my two daughters when they were very young, and you waited, you waited all day for that nap, right? <laughs> you waited and you hoped that nothing woke them up so that you could just have ten minutes to mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. and really. It could have just been 10 minutes and it would have felt like all day. Right. But you don't get that. And I remember by dinner time, it was, we were evil. <laughs> we were not fun people to be around. And it doesn't make you a bad parent or a bad no, it's kid normal. to say, I want a break. Yeah. Because you have to you have to let loose and just distress. Yeah. Here's another thing, though. Maybe you also should think the person you're taking care of might want a break from you. And I don't mean that like in a bad way, but. We like other things to come in and out of our lives and, and to have some variety, right? And, and it's interesting that you say that because I was going to talk about companionship next. And our companions, we've alluded to that out in the, if they need assistance going out into the community, that's one of the things we were talking about earlier today. 
if somebody needs assistance in going out into the community, and we talked about we can transport them, let's think about the different things that are in our community. Uh, We can take people to recreation locations if they want to go fishing, if they want to go to a park, if they want to go to a ball game. I mean, we have both the school ball teams and our professional ball team here. Theater, movie. I love the story that Lou has told before several years ago. They had an elderly gentleman that called the agency, and he wanted assistance to go golfing. Well, the red flags come up. You know, we don't know this person. We don't know what his physical abilities are. But when you got to talking with him, what he really wanted, he didn't want to go play golf. He just wanted to go watch them. Yeah. Because he knew what his limitations were. So a companion took him to the golf course to watch others golf. So it all comes down to that individual care plan and designing it to meet your needs. Yeah. And splitting it up. You know, I I watch some of our male clients. They spend a lot of time with women. And uh, it would be great to have a break with a guy and you could talk about whatever it is guys talk about. I don't know, but um, do some beer and baseball and golf, beer, baseball and golf. Is that it? I've wondered. That's not it, but you know, (laughs) but that's it. Exactly. You know, where he's surrounded by women, his, you know, probably a spouse or, um, and then someone, a guy comes in with a different perspective. And I think you can personalize these plans. Absolutely. You can can say my preference is, you know, this, I would like to have eight hours. Um, I would like someone who can speak a foreign language. We try very hard to accommodate that. Let's talk about our employees. We, we call them caregivers. They're not a family caregiver, but they are a professional caregiver. Mm -hmm. They're employed as a caregiver. All of our caregivers go through a screening process. We exceed all requirements for background screening. We do a fingerprinting. They are screened for that. There is drug screening. We do our own in-house training. What else do we... I mean, they have to have six months' experience before they can even come to us as a caregiver. Now, whether that was professionally or with a family member, or even as a teenager, they babysat. They were caring for that child that they were babysitting, so yeah. that is caregiving. And do you do you have a, a wide variety of, of ethnicities and people? As you were saying, you, you've got some language capabilities. We do. Right? And, and, and let's be honest, a um, Hispanic-style household cares for its elders in a different culture than a non-Hispanic household, right? And so I know this because I have business partners that when I go into their house, it's a completely different feeling of, of culture and the way that that goes. So I can imagine you want to have the right fit, right? You, you want to be able to keep as much smooth transition as possible. We have people of all walks of life. Yeah. We, um, 18, 20 year old college students and we go all the way through people in their sixties. And some with medical backgrounds, some without medical backgrounds. It's it's amazing. And all of our employees are direct employees, and I think that's important to emphasize as well. Uh, we take all responsibilities for paying them, their health insurance, their we're licensed, we're bonded. We carry all the requirements for them, so the they are fully our employees, and yeah. I think that's important to point out. And we're always hiring. We want the best caregivers out in the community. Some people work four hours a week and some people work 40 hours a week. Um, so we have something for everybody. We work around the clock, um, days, nights, four hour shift, eight hour shift, 12 hour shift. 
We've got a variety, and we are always hiring. <laughs> Notice how she says always. Always hiring. <laughs> As in right now. <laughs> that's, that's if right. we can find the person that's got a right fit for our company, absolutely, right now, Yeah, we could use them. We We never... Yeah, we, we stick to those, the background screens, the drug screens, all those things. But there is literally a a client for everyone. Absolutely. And how people apply, if they're interested, they can go on to the TLCcaregivers.com webpage. There is a link there for the application. They can come in person at 4400 Bayou Boulevard, Suite 9. That's in Cordova Square. They can pick one up, an application right in the office and uh we're, we go out to job fairs, and we're in the community with different events. And so any way that they want to get that application yeah. and apply. And our HR does the screening for the minimum requirements and somebody that looks great. And like I said, if somebody's a great fit, we definitely want to hear from them. Yeah. So let's talk about the homemaker and the child care because I think that's a – like I see child care and I think daycare, you know, stuff that – obviously could be needed, but you have it on a, I think what what I think you do here is that it's not, doesn't have to be like a locked in five day a week nope. this time. I mean, it's, it's, Hey, it's Thursday and I need somebody Friday for three hours. Cause something's come up. I've got a handle. That's, that's exactly how you do it. It is that easy. We answer our phones 24 hours a day. It's always a member of our office staff. We don't, you know, go offshore or anything weird for <laughs> answering service. Um, and that's what you tell them. I need child care. We are, as Kenny mentioned, lights is bought insured. Everybody's screened. We're drug free. You know, we go through all of these protections. So it's as easy as picking up the phone and, and ordering a caregiver. Uh, we do a lot of business with, with child care because people need a break. Yeah. So you, uh, it is private duty. We're not a daycare facility. Please, no one stop. Yeah, don't, don't drop your, drop kids, your kids, off kids off and go take, go take off. Huh? That could get ugly. But um, <laughs> we we are private duty. We go into the home. Um, we have worked in workplaces. We've had some professionals in the community who had to return to work. And we did uh, child care while they on their job site. So there's, again, we're limited only by our lack of imagination. Wherever the need is at, mm-hmm. in their own living environment or in the community. I think that's amazing mm-hmm. that this service can be provided that way. And I say this service, meaning all of our services. Our service. That's right. That's right. And Homemaker is cool. I like that one. It could be um, two-hour shift, uh, something to work with health and safety to allow someone to be able to remain independent in their home or it could be you or I cramming before our mom came to town mm-hmm. to visit. <laughs> yeah. We all do that. Mm-hmm. We do. <laughs> and um, you can call deep clean before the holidays or after or, a- <laughs> See, or that's after. A, yeah, that's my favorite time. <laughs> Everybody leaves and then you're, you're left with the mess. Yeah. Um, all of those exit, we can clean offices. We can do anything uh, in that realm. And it's very nice to have it done. It's just nice to go home and and have it taken care of. Yeah. And we talk about people come to us in crisis and chaos at the time that they need us. Let's talk about how can somebody prepare for the possibility of needing our services? Well, that goes back to the age-old question, how do we educate people 
It goes, it's a solution. So you start to say, I need help. That's an amazing time to pick up the phone. If you don't need our services, we can direct you somewhere that, that you know, would be able to help you. We make a lot of referrals to home health. People are looking for a nurse or a, yeah. but we're thinking caregiver, non-medical. So start looking at the implications today. What could I need help with next month or yeah. next year or when I hit 60 or when I hit 80? And um, I think the most important thing is to start pulling people into your circle of support. And in the discussions with your family or whoever it is that you're discussing, and you're preparing for the future, and we encourage people to do the wills and the powers of attorney and all of that preparation, we need to de- include the discussion of what if. Yeah. Whether it's medical, non-medical, or I just want it. Like Lou has mentioned a couple of times, she's looking forward to Selling the house. Independent living. <laughs> Hitting the road. So, you know, and I know her family is aware of that. Yeah. Silver <laughs> alert, silver alert. <laughs> but I think it's something that we have to talk with with our family so that there's no guessing when that time comes. Okay. Well, let me ask you this, and I, I really would like both of your opinions, um, your honest opinions, because it doesn't cost you anything to sign up with TLC. Okay. It doesn't cost you anything. You pick up the phone, you call us, you discuss the issue. What number do I call, Lou? 850-857-0920. Everyone needs a plan B. I have a large family. That's no secret. But sooner or later, there's going to be a breakdown, and we're going to need some kind of assistance. If it doesn't cost me anything, Mm -hmm. and it's not an invasion of my privacy, to talk to TLC and have them sign up as a plan B or have them waiting in the wings in case things go south, why wouldn't I do that? Yeah. That's always surprised me that, that I, I always think, you know, people say, oh, we were going to call you last year. Right. Why didn't you? I, I don't know. Right, because they're it. just giving you a name and letting you know what a couple basic facts about the family. and That's correct. And they don't even have to give a name. What they can do is say, I have this problem and talk it through. If we can be of assistance, we're going to be of assistance. And if they need us, we're right there. But start gathering the information early. And just say TLC is my backup plan. I can tell you right now, if um, if I had small children today, TLC would be my backup plan. Mm-hmm. Life is unpredictable. Um, we're forever running late. <laughs> All these things going on. If I had a child in school system. Um, oh, and let me tell you, it is so different now than it ever was. Like the it? times that they start and the times that they get. Like our middle schoolers are done at one fifteen in the afternoon. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the look I got when I found out too. Yeah, one fifteen, and they're up at five thirty, and on the bus at ten after six a.m. So TLC caregivers could be the solution. Yeah, that's very yeah true. because single parents, this guy right here, mm-hmm. right, doesn't get home at one fifteen in the afternoon. Okay, now you're a foodie, so you probably sure. wouldn't say you know someone come in and prepare a meal. But let's let's use that as a scenario. The kids get off the bus at one fifteen. Mm-hmm. Someone needs to be there for them. Yeah, um, so we let them in. Um, afternoon snack, make sure they get their homework done, uh, chores done, whatever it is that they mm-hmm. need to, to do. A little bit of fun time. Uh, the caregivers, I mean, you, you can say, boy, this is the right caregiver for us. So you could, you know, kind of pick the right person for, for, your, um, for your kids. And they could actually have an afternoon <clears throat> taking care of what they needed to. You come home, 
whether the caregiver makes dinner or not, um, that's your choice. But you can sit down with your kids and you're not struggling through homework. Mm -hmm. And the ridiculousness of chores, chores, chores. You can take time, like we were discussing earlier, being your parents' kids as they decline. Now you're your children's parent. Yeah. And not that transition of craziness. There's only so many hours in a day to get things done. Yeah. Or a grandparent raising grandchildren. That's a statistic that's coming up a lot too. Grandparents yeah. raising grandchildren or a relative raising some other mm-hmm. relative. Um, it's a great opportunity to take advantage of someone helping you. Yeah. And like you said, Lou, be that person's loved one. Right. So, you know, I know that statistics pretty high and I can imagine a lot of that is because child care and things like that after school care. And I can tell you from personal experience, it's an arm and a leg. Sure. It's a, it's a high cost, you know, does is, is when I hear of you hear of caregivers or home care, I mean, is this, this is an affordable service. It is an affordable service. Um, it strictly depends on what you need. Sure. But again, one or two days certainly is cheaper than having to be locked in for an entire week. And what you have people do, <clears throat> for instance, you'd be amazed at what a caregiver can get done in a six-hour shift. House cleaning, laundry, blah, blah, blah. That um, the daycare is not going to do for you. That the daycare is not going to do. And you come home, your dinner's, um, your dinner's ready. You know, we have to talk about the value of being able to sit down at the table yeah. with your children without the craziness. Or your mm-hmm. family, your or elder your family. person. Without the craziness who we're caring for. of the laundry and the grocery shopping and of this and of that. I don't know about parents today, but I remember when the kids were younger thinking, holy cow, you know, I haven't money. seen them all day mm-hmm. and now we have chores. And Right. And when I do get to see you, it's, is your homework done? Go get your chores. Go do this. Go do that. Because now I'm finally home and I can parent as opposed to just being the parent. Oh, that's right. Yeah. As we're trying to wrap it up here, um, we want to summarize TLC caregivers, we do more than you think. Mm -hmm. It is amazing the variety of services that we can provide and how we can assist. Uh, Lou's already given our phone number, but I'll give it again. Area code 850-857-0920. If you're on Facebook, like us on Facebook. We share information on our TLC caregivers uh, Facebook page. The TLC caregivers webpage is tlccaregivers.com. And, of course, the radio show is Let's Talk Community. Com. (laughs) Sorry, I had a hard time reading my handwriting. (laughs) It's uh, also linked on the TLC Caregivers Facebook page. And uh, we look forward to hearing from people. Uh, Give us a call. Yeah, or or be a guest. Or be a guest. Yeah, I mean, you you guys want to talk to people. We do. Yeah. All right, did, uh, did you miss anything or... My clicking buttons over yeah. here. <laughs> I don't know. Have we missed anything? I I'm sure we have because there's quite a variety. And yeah. that's the unique thing about individual situations. You know more than we do about what you need right. in your situation. So, again, give us a call. Uh, connect with this information at tlccaregivers.com is an email that you can um, send us a question. or we just love to hear from you and talk to you and I hope we can help. And I know we can connect in the community. Cool. And again, TLC Caregivers, we do more than you think. TLCCaregivers.com, 850 
What else did you mention? Facebook? Like us on Facebook. You're good to go. This show is brought to you by TLC Caregivers. TLC Caregivers. We do more than you think. Learn more at TLCCaregivers.com.